Okay. Parshas Vayigash, we're celebrating tonight the Bar Mitzvah of Ay, and we're celebrating tonight the Vachnacht of Pliny, Lipschitz, Mitzvah Shemus is going to be tomorrow morning. Let's begin the Parsha. This is Rabbi Zay, the Parsha of Shalom Bayes. What happens? Yehuda comes forward and he sticks up for Binyamin. And he gives a whole line of bar mitzvah shuttle. See, it's in Yonah the Yoma. He gives a whole line of bar mitzvah shuttle. So finally, Yosef breaks. And he says, And then he convinces the brothers not to be upset, not to be sad. It's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then Yosef hugs and kisses Binyamin. And they cry. And then he kisses and he cries with the brothers. And then the news spreads throughout the entire Mitzrayim. And Paris sets them up with all the stuff to go to bring the Agolas, the wagons, and Yosef sends the Agolas as well. And they send the gifts. Yeah, and there's a whole cheshbon of the gifts, the ten donkeys, ten mules, and the five changes of clothing for Binyamin and the 300 silver coins. And the Yaakov of Inu at first doesn't believe the news until he sees the Agolas. And finally, Yaakov goes to Beresheva. He brings Karbonis, Akash Baruch, who comes to Binavua, tells him, don't be so scared. Then the parasha goes through the 70 names, the 66 people coming down to Mitzrayim, and the three that were already there, plus Rechavit being born on the way there, the 70 people. But Yehuda went ahead of everybody else. We'll talk a little about that. And finally they come and they meet Yehuda, Yosef, and, and Yaakov Vinu meet, and Yosef grabs Yaakov around the neck, and Yaakov's in the middle of saying, Kriyashma. Then Yosef gives advice to the brothers how to evade taxes, the first tax evasion laws, how to avoid being in the army. We're going to prove like we're shepherds, they're going to keep away from us. He presents the Shvacher brothers as opposed to the strong ones. Finally, he presents Yaakov Avinu to Paroi. Yaakov clenches a little about his long and difficult, or short and difficult, what he calls it, life. And we know that he lost years of his life because of that, 33 years. And... The end of the parsha is how Yosef dealt with the Mitzrayim throughout the years of hunger, with the getting all their money and then getting the land, moving everybody around with milah, taxes that he didn't make the kayan and pay for, and then comes parsha's vayechi. So the introduction to this parsha is shalom bias. I'd like to say that it's a, it's an interesting thing because we went from the shortest Shabbos of the year, Friday Hanukkah, to Matzah Hanukkah the shortest Friday of the year, which Friday is always Shalom Bayis, but the sukya that reveals the tremendous power and importance of Shalom Bayis is Hanukkah. Because you have to sell the shirt off your back for one Ner Hanukkah, and you have to give up that Ner Hanukkah for Ner Beisai, for Shalom Bayis, which does not just mean between the husband and wife, it means with you and your siblings. <clears throat> yeah. It means everybody. Shalom bayis means peace and harmony and being at ease with all the people around you in your house. And this is the parsha. Not only that, it's also the Aftarah. The Aftarah speaks about the Nevuah, two Aitzim, two pieces of wood, one that represents Yosef, the Bnei Ephraim, one that represents Malchus Yehuda, and they come together. Achdos, like the end of times. That's what's going to bring us together. When Yosef and Yamin hug and cry, they're crying over the fact that they're going to be missing the base of Mikdash. Why are they crying over the fact they're missing the base of Mikdash when they hug? Because at the moment of such actus, they notice the stain of the lack of actus.
Like when you have a clean white shirt and when there's one little speck. Otherwise, everybody asks, why are they crying? They should be dancing and so happy, rejoice in the moment. What are you crying? What are you crying? In the moment of such tremendous awesome unity, they noticed in the future that it's not going to last eternally. There's going to be pagam, there's going to be machlaikis. And that's what they were crying over. But this is the parsha of Am Shalom Bayez, and tomorrow is as well. Tomorrow comes out even an earlier Shabbos than it was last week and two weeks ago. If Mincha early, people don't have their, their morning fix with their coffee and their latte and their Danish and their yechreis. And there's a very chas v'sholem, big chance, chas v'sholem. There's a small chance, chas v'sholem, any chance of people getting a little picky and stressed and annoyed and traffic and rushing and shopping and getting ready for Shabbos while they're still fasting. I'm a love. This is a tremendous segula. I hold just like the Gemara says that if Klaisel will keep two Shabbosis in a row, they'll bring Mashiach. Maybe be Baruch If we keep three Fridays in a row with Shalom, Ahava, Ve'Achva, maybe that can bring Mashiach even before Shabbos comes. Say Amen. Come on. <laughs> okay. Vayigashe love Beautiful drop. Beautiful drop. A.Y. Rosenblatt by Mr. Booker coming up over here. Listen to the drop. You know the Villagoyim's part on this drop? Kadmor v'azlo Zarko munach segol. Says the Villagoyim. Listen to the drop. You want to know why the fourth brother came forward before Ruvain? What's Yehuda, the fourth brother? Kadmor v'azlo revi. He proceeded and went up, the fourth brother. What's that by Yigashel of Yehuda? Because Zarak, Zarka Munach Segal, because he threw away what is normally Munach as a Segula, as your treasure. What's your treasure that's normally set away for your retirement? You have a retirement? You don't have a retirement! What are you talking about? You have a retirement that you can't even imagine how big it is. That's why you're like, what retirement? Your retirement, like after you're dead. It's like a big retirement, right? For thousands of years or whatever. I hope not thousands of years. It <laughs> should be before that. But we all have a retirement plan. retirement plan, Right? But, Yehuda came forward, the fourth brother, because Zarka Munach Segal, he threw away what is normally set aside as the segula, as the treasure to bank on for your eternal retirement. He threw away his Eilam for the sake of Binyamin. And that's why he came forward before Reuven. I'd like to suggest that if we're saying that the theme of this parish is Shalom Bayez, who's right and who's wrong in this story? At least in Yehuda's perception. This nutcase viceroy, maniac, you know, hypochondriac, uh, what's it called, theory, conspiracy theory. What's this guy dreaming up over here, planting goblets into my youngest brother's knapsack, calling us spies? These nuts! And still, in every dispute, you need one person to take the step forward. Sadly, or maybe not sadly, usually you know who the one is, who's the one to be? 
the one who really, 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 really thinks he's right. And has no reason to back down. And has no reason to take the initiative to apologize and make shalom and smooth things out. What do you mean? The other guy's absolutely wrong. He's the Vayigash. And that's why the Medrash says that when Yehuda came up and he said, I should be the Eved instead of Binyamin, Mikan Mikan the other Midrashim, why he would do a Zeichel Malchus. But this is one of them. When he said, I'll be an Evan, there was no reason for him to be an Evan. He didn't do anything wrong. He says, I'll be an Evan instead of in Yamin. When you know you're right, and still you accept the headache as if you're the wrong, you make that Hagosha. When you're Nigash, I hope that's Pshat Yehuda was Shalach, Lahoy is the fun of Goishna. Goishna is the same Oisius as Vayigash. When you take the initiative, when you make the first move, even though you think you're the right one, and Avil Pika, and you're the one that goes out of your way to make shalom, when the other guy is really the one that should make the apology, ah, you're the one that's going to be zeicha to godless. That was Yehuda's midah. Lefizia, we could say, that when the Vilna Goyen says, you know why he came forward? Because he put his life on the line. It's not because he put his life on the line. The same reason why initially he put his life on the line. It's not he was scared of losing his Elam Abba that he came forward. No, it was the same Mida that it made him initially offer to take the responsibility to lose his Elam Abba. That same Mida is what pushed him forward over here also. It wasn't selfish reasons, I'm going to lose my Elam Abba. Fakert, it was the unselfish reason of going out there for the sake of the other person. That is what pushed him to go forward now and Taka settle the situation. Okay? <laughs> What's Taka Pshat? Why not Levi? The Elamias, Levi should build the base of Medrash. Why is it Yehuda shall in front of? Lefizah, I would like to say, Hapam Yulava Ishi. Yulava means somebody that's accompanying somebody else. Somebody's a leader. My husband's going to follow me now. That might be good for a Kailing man. You sit and learn and sit and learn. Don't be Isaac and Andrzachin. Don't don't be an activist. Don't be a flatbush asking. Just sit and learn. But to set up the yeshiva, to be the Rosh yeshiva, you need a part of a giraffe. <laughs> you need a lion to get out there, to go out there to make the first move. It wasn't Levi that was going to be Huda. Let's go weiter. So we know the Medrash says that it looked like it was going to be World War pre one. You know, the, 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 the war that was about to erupt, you open up the Torah anthology in English with the Medrash Tanchuma and what was going on, blood and guts and every other arcade game you could think of. It was unbelievable. And then Yehuda gets up, Stender, please, Avoisai, Pshato, Pshato. He gets up and he gives a Pshato. So one Pshat is, <laughs> you want to scare anybody away? <laughs> just, just say, I'm giving a speech. Whoa! <laughs> That'll back Yosef down without a Shiloh. Okay. <laughs> That's one Pshat. Abur, the Medrash says, and I've seen this view in the past, that when you can't get to somebody's heart, the way to get to this, because mayim amukim this, a person's heart is like a deep well waters that no one has a long enough chain to get to. You have to connect a rope to a chain, to a string, to a table, until uh, you can get to it. The way to get to someone's heart is what Yehuda did. Go through step by step everything leading to the situation. A little bit what therapy very often does to help people uh, uh, properly balance their emotions, their thoughts. 
and their feelings. How do you get to the core heart of what someone's feeling when, when you don't understand why he's reacting a certain way? You have to go back step by step. What happened? And then what happened? And then what happened? No kedushim. He goes through like 10 sukkim over here of no kedushim. But that's how you get to the heart. And Taka worked. That's the medrash. But I heard a beautiful Listen to this. <laughs> he says, once all these things already happened in last week's parasha, it became part of Torah. Yehuda's giving sheer. The biggest schooler to get to anything when things are stuck is learn Torah. So Yehuda gets up, we're going to do Chazor, so she hears we And he gets up there to say some different Torah. He gives a speech. When you say different Torah, so Lefisa, I like to say, this is a schooler. It's Taka schooler. If you need to break through a certain barrier, weave Torah into what you say. Address what you're trying to address through the eyes of Torah. You weave Torah. The Torah is the biggest schooler for bracha, vatzlacha, and Yeshua's. Period. That's it. They say the, the Pek Kodesh, the brother of Chaim Alashaner, it says that he never spoke to Rechulim. When he would want the salt, he'd quote a pasuk about the salt. When he'd ask for Mountain Dew, he'd talk about the, the, the Tal of Harsinai. I don't know what it is. He spoke to Vritaira, and the people in his house had to verstehen from there what, what he wanted in Inyani Chulin. That was Pek Kodesh. It was called Pek Kodesh. He didn't speak any different Chulin. <laughs> it says, when they get the opposite, it says by Avigail and David, it says, Isha, Kinadabra, when a woman speaks, Pilcha, she's weaving, she's planning the future. We have to do the same thing. I say it's a good thing for Abayim. Yeah? Uh, children always like to hear stories. Maskin? If a Rebbe has a good stock of stories that the Etama Gemaras and Midrashim, you know, I got it to Gemaras, that's the best thing in the world. You give the kids something that they're eating out of your hand and literally you're teaching them Taira. That's the best thing you could do. Okay. Let's go a bit so weiter. Vayitin, it says Pasuk Beis. Vayitin, it's Koyle It sounds like this is like a purposeful uh, placement of voice. It sounds like he was going for speech therapy. Like I did here. He had to place his voice into his cry. And Vayishma, the whole Mitzrayim, the whole Beis Paroi, what's going on over here? So Rebbein Zanayim, it says, Yosef knew that he still had this tag on him. He's a Nar, Eved, Ivri, that was in jail. And Mustama, there were politics about him. What? Now he's the viceroy. He's running the country. And Bishlam, he runs the country when the economy's good. Okay. The first seven years. Gishmak. But as soon as things get bad, everybody starts looking for problems. Where was he in college? Did he ever smoke? Did he ever get, here? get pulled over? <laughs> they're going to start looking for those chasroinas. And you know what they're going to say? He picked out ten of the strongest, handsomest, smartest, mightiest people to walk into Mitzrayim from other countries, and he decided they're his brothers. I come from good stock, you know. He's going to fake out his yichas, so that in the eyes of Mitzrayim, people shouldn't think he's just some little immigrant slave who was put into jail. He gave such a cry, because a cry means it's coming from the depth of the heart. But he wanted a cry that everyone heard the authenticity of it. So nobody should doubt that he was using this as a ploy to get himself good yichos. Okay, so he says, and then he goes and he says, I'm your brother, who you sold to Mitzrayim, 
Frank Maron, you gotta rub salt in their wounds. Right? Like the Gemara says. They are totally, totally smashed. And he has to like dig it in. Not just Am Yosef is my father alive, but I'm I'm the guy you 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 sold to Mitzrayim. Zak Maron. Zak Maron. He said over Bashem. Ramosha Feinstein, I, I, I don't know where it's written or said, whatever. He said to Ramosha that Ramosha one time said that he stayed so much from learning Mitech the Tsaris in pre war Russia, in pre war Russia, that Ramosha said, Azog, ich kemat daf makir toivzain zu der Russische. I kemat have to be makir toiv. For the difficulties that the Russians, because those difficulties made my Torah so much better. Ha-Torah shalamadati ba'af. Says Marana Rosh Hashiva, Yosef Mamish saw this as being gewaldig, as wonderful, as awesome. Number one, to help out his family, to provide for them. But what he steigt us in Mitzrayim, we spoke about this last week for the Mova Arv Shemesh. He died a million times over, way beyond what his brothers did. Why? Because of the difficulty, because of the abuse, because of the horrors. You know, it's one thing. What did Yaakov think? Yaakov think he got lost on the road, and then he, I don't know, disappeared. He got sold out to the time, and it could have been that way. But it wouldn't be so bad. It's a lot worse when your own brothers betray you and sell you down the river. He was thankful. Be'emes thankful. Because when he saw the Paris that come out from such a kvetcher, right? Like they say, Klaisos, like olives, right? Like oil. When you saw the unbelievable oil coming out from that pressure, when he saw the unbelievable greatness he achieved through each one of the bitter experiences that he went through, he was thankful for Be'emes. He wasn't dreaming of digging salt into their wounds. Thank you. Ah, I'm Yosef. You sold me down to the tribe. The experience was exhilarating. That's what Yosef was saying to his brothers. And then he says that shot in the next passage also. He says, it wasn't you guys that did it. It was all the Abishter. So Yosef said a beautiful word. It says, Mizmol David Asher. Mizmol David. Bevorkhan Ibnei Avshalim. David sings a Mizmar when he's escaping from Avshalim. Frankly, Gemara, Mizmar? Kill David. His son's chasing after him to kill him. So I'm going to no, he was happy. The apes have told him that you can have you can have terrible, evil events coming from within your own house. He thought, what would it be if it would be an Eved? If it would be one of my workers? They don't have Rachmanis on me. That would be terrible. But my own son, ah, one second, his own son wanted to kill him. It's not like his son was not having Rachmanis. Zogman run a beautiful shot. He said, when it's the Eved rebelling against his master, it's very easy to fall into thinking that it's natural. The Eved's trying to kill me. It's horrible. It's terrible. But when the situation is so above nature, your own son, it's so clear from the Abishter. It was a Mizmar Ledavid. Not because his son would have Rachmanis. But a son who normally would have Rachmanis, that's who's the one that's trying to kill me. It's so clear, Yad Hashem is involved in my life, I could dance from it. Mizma Ledavid, the Varchaim of Nehav Shalom.
Zak Moran, that's what Yosef was saying. This whole thing was so crazy, was so unnatural. My own brother sold me down the river. It was Klar Yad Hashem. It's a Simcha by Mir. That's what he said. You think when Yosef was a Azam Malach, he said, just like Binyamin, I can't fault. You're the same. Is it Shayach? It's not Shayach, as long as you're looking at it as Binyamin and that. Once you remove it, bring it up a few levels up to the Shiva Rakiyim, and you bring it up to the Abishter, it has nothing to do with that. It wasn't the brothers and Binyamin, it was all the Abishter. And it could have nothing against the brothers because it was all Yahashtar. Okay. Pasik that as well. You gotta hear the shame Mishmua. So he goes and he kisses all of them. And he cries. Then finally they open their mouths to talk. And then the word goes out to Egypt. In fact, the shame is more. You just finally made peace with your brothers for 22 years of horror, terror, and everything. A pistol ticking. Where's the herring? Come on, something. Tequila. Where is the drinks? Macha Zilcha, Macha Yotif, what's going on here? Nothing. That's it. The Kognish Labes Paris and the wagons. Sit down and have a Kumzit. What's going on over here? Zug the Shem is Shmuel, but Shem is father. Says a Moria de Gazach, there's a Havamina that the Gemara makes that maybe Shabbos, just like Yom Kippur, Shabbos Shabbat, is Asher, Bechamisha Inuyim, all five restraints, not like tomorrow's Tainus. All five things are usher. I'm a kipper. Does that have a meaning? Gemara says that Shabbos is a day of rest. Maybe you should put to rest all of your five senses as well. And Shabbos also, you should be chayv b'chamisha inuim. Fact, fact, the Shemishmol's father. Does that have a meaning of Shabbos? You should, what does that mean? No, there's a reboy. It says who only a kipper is a Shabbos and and uh, of the five inuim and not regular Shabbos. You need a meal for that. Says that's right. He says, a day that the pipelines from Kedusha to the Abishter are so open, without any Havdalen, without any Mechitzas, without any filters, like Shabbos, Kodesh, or even the, the Gash, Mizad, Ruchnitz, it's, it's straight out connection. He says, you don't need the physicality. That's why in Kippur, we don't need the physical. We depart from the physical world because we're cold, cool, attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kippur. And the Gemara says, Shabbos method is the same thing. The only reason why on Shabbos we do have physical things <laughs> is because Shabbos is the Makara Baruch for the rest of the week. And if you don't have Gashmias on Shabbos, the rest of the week won't have Gashmias. And during the week you need the Gashmias. So the mail on Shabbos, you need it. Zak the Shemi When the brothers finally met Yosef and there were no harsh feelings, there was no more rift and friction between them. The actors that they brought down here on earth created such an actors up in Shemayim. It was mamish like Yom Kippur. It was mamish Yom Kippur. Like it says, Kulam Ahuvim, Kulam Barurim. We're Michael we're angels. There was no need for food. Food, drink, all the physical pleasures were superfluous. You don't need a kumjus, you don't need nothing. Just neshikin, which is ruach, a connection of ruach between each other. And that's what they did. Okay, Pasukutes. So Pari orders Atta Tuvesa, send out a golis for the kids and for the women, and carry your father 
and come down to Mitzrayim, the Dazikadim says, the wagons are for the women and the kids. Carry your father. Carry your father. On the shoulders, Zog the Dazikadim. A little later on, when they actually get to, get to Yaakov, it says, he saw to carry him. The wagons were for him. What's going on? He doesn't give an answer. I like to suggest this. What's that Shapari was saying? Carry, <laughs> carry Yaakov on your shoulders. What is that supposed to mean? I was in Casablanca by a wedding, and they carried the chassan in this like carriage on his shoulders. <laughs> And the Kala. They had this like, uh, what? Sedan, it's called. Sedan, it's called. Mark Subas. She goes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I saw it in real life. Anyway, so, so, so I don't remember. I saw him as a chat that Paroy wanted Yaakov to come down in Azar's seat, in Azar's little shoulder carried carriage, because that's Derek Malucha. And if it's Derek Malucha that Yaakov comes out of Mitzrayim, then the Sheba didn't start yet. It's not Gullus yet. So we could stretch out the Gullus further. That was Pari's intent. Put, put Yaakov. But it says later on that Yaakov saw the Agolis HaSheshalach Yosef. Yosef sent some extra wagons. One for his father to go to the wagon that it should take be Derek Avdus. And the male of the color started from then. Okay? So he gives five changes of clothing to his brother, uh, to his brother Binyamin, and 300 silver coins. So the Chizkuni makes a cheshman. Why is giving out clothing? So he says, number one, all the brothers raised Kriya. When Binyamin found the goblet, there was Avelos. So he owed them shirts. He was a grammar. He caused them all to raise Kriya. So he owed them small. That's a similar, a similar as a shirt. So he gave them all a shirt. But he says, Binyamin deserves a shirt for the Kriya. He deserves another shirt because it's his full brother as opposed to just a half-brother from the mother too. He deserves another two shirts because he was chashed on Geza with Yishchayv Kefal. She owes him double reward. And because Binyamin was ashamed, he was embarrassed from the whole event. So I was bush, he was chashed to pay him too. So he gave him five swallows. What's Pshat in the 300 silver coins? So also it's brought down to the Dazi Canaan, 300 gold coins. I spoke about this in the past. Why? Because Evet is Shloishim Shekel. The Brisker when he was like seven years old, was Machavan to this. Evet is Shloishim Shekelim. Chazal Evet did have a class that if you sell an Evet to Chutz Lares, you have to redeem him 10 times his value. So each one of the brothers really was Chayiv to get Yosef out of Mitzrayim for 300 Shekel. But they didn't. And Yosef was Michael then. So it's like he gave each and every single one of them 300 shekel. Benjamin was not involved in the sale. So he's giving all the other ones 300 shekel. Like Benjamin deserves 300 shekel cash. As I zucked the das of Canaan. But listen to this cheshbin. Rabbi said the following pasuk right after this whole cheshbin. Pasuk of Gimel says Azoi. Ula aviv shalak hazois. And to his father, he sent like this, ten mules carrying the goods of Mitzrayim. Frecht, Frecht the, the uh, who is this from? Let's see. Ah, this is a chidah. Listen to this chidah. What's the kozais? So Rashi says, kechesh ben hazeh. What's the pasuk have to say there for? Zag the chidah. 
this Allah they not allowed to live, leave Eretz Yisrael to go to a different land. Unless things are really, really rough. What's called rough? If a seller, a shekel, gets two saw, two saw of grain, that's a sign of very, very bad rav, famine, and then you could leave Eretz Yisrael to go get food. If a seller is too soft, so he makes a cheshman, each donkey carries a lesach. A lesach is 15 saw. So if you have 10 ca- donkeys carrying 50 saw each, you have 150 saw. How much cash did he send? 300. He doesn't learn it was 300 shekel, 300 dinner. So it's 300 dinner for 150 saw, which means it's two dinner per saw. There's four dinner in a shekel. So it's four dinarim would be sasayim. If you had four dinarim, it's two sasayim. That's a shekel sasayim. He was sending a message to Yaakov. The famine reached the point where it's a shekel for a sasayim. You could come down to Mitzrayim. So his father, Chabdi, says, Ah, Fatahiru Hakavit. Yosef's in the sugyas. He's good. I could go down to Mitzrayim. Okay, he sends me to Mitzrayim. I said in the past, Egypt was never known for its wonderful, good aged wine. What's Pshat Moshe. He says, You know why Egypt never had good aged wine? There's a Gemara that says that Gaiva spoils wine. Which nation was known for its Gaiva? Mitzrayim can never produce old wine because the Bali Gaiva spoils it. Yosef sent his own private stock of aged wine to tell his father, even though I'm the king of Mitzrayim, I'm not a Bali Gaiva. It's good old wine, right? I'm still, I'm still humble. You can come down to Mitzrayim. I need Yosef. Okay, I'll take you to the deck. You have to hear this chat. You ready for this chat? This, one, this one's a winner. Listen to this chat. I'll take you to the deck. But we learned from Elio and Elisha that two Tamid Chamu are walking down the road and they don't have to give a Tyra. A fire comes down, down to burn them. And only because Elisha and Elio were talking and learning that a fire didn't consume Elisha. Everything Gemara, Be'il and Be'kiyos. Listen to this one. What's Pshat Rashi says? I'll think of what that means. Bedvar Halacha. Bedvar Halacha. This is coming from. From Rabbeinu Yoinesen. The Chidah brings Rabbeinu Yoinesen. I don't know who the Rabbeinu Yoinesen is. Listen, what? Rabbeinu Yoinesen? Okay. Yeah, okay. This, listen to this chat. You ready? The Gemara says you have to divide your learning into three. Vishinantam, Vishilashtam. Mikra, Mishnah, and Halakha. Halakha is Gemara, same thing. Halakha is Gemara. Mikra, Mishnah, Halakha. Rashi learns, what does that mean? It means two days. Mikra, two days Mishnah, two days Alaka. I guess Shabbos Yechazim. Yeah? Frek Toysis and Rashi, the same cats that the Gemara has. How can you divide up your life into thirds, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years? Who said you're going to live so long? So Rashi takes care of it two days, two days, two days. Who said you're going to live through the week? Frek Toysis. Mimela Toysis says no. When we divide up your days, it means within the same day, learn all three. Divide up your day, Mikra, Mishnah, and Alaka. Listen to this chat. Everybody asks, what were the brothers doing until now? They came back and forth already a few times. They didn't know how to use the They can't be Isaac and Advar Halakha. Yaakov didn't teach this to them. This is a Halakha. How to use the Listen to this chat from Yosef. Says Isaac. Yaakov thought Yosef was dead. Correct? Now Yaakov had a commitment from the Abishter that if none of his children are going to die during his lifetime, 
it's going to be mitasa shleima. He's going straight to Ganeda and Gavali. But he thought Yosef died. If Yosef died, they don't have the supernatural protection. Then the road is becheska sakana. If it's a sakana, they might die today. We have to go like Tosfos, and you got to learn all three parts of Torah today. So he allowed them to learn halacha on the way to Mitzrayim. Because you don't know when you're going to die. You might die today. You might die tomorrow. So every day you have to divide into thirds. And part of it is going to be halacha. Mikra, mission halacha. But once they came and they saw Yosef is alive, the guarantee to Yaakov kicks back in. No one's going to die. The promise that the Hebrews made. No one's going to die. If no one's going to die, you know you're going to make it to the end of the week. If you know you're going to make it to the end of the week, Zog Yosef, you can't learn halacha. Only Mikra, maybe. Only Mishnah, but you can't do halacha because you could push it off for two days. You could pass it like Rashi in this case because you know you're going to live to tomorrow. You're going to die. <laughs> die eventually. What? They weren't going to die in the lifetime of Yaakov. So Yaakov, once he had that promise and they knew Yaakov was alive, Oida Vichai. So mainly I no problem. Right, okay. Okay, there's a lot to share and there's no more time. So I got to tell you this word. I, I was machavin to it. Mama should gift him the Abishnah. I found it a little funny. It says, there's Yehuda Shalach Lefanov, right? There's Yehuda Shalach Lefanov. Lahoyrois Goishna. So Rashi says, Lahoyrois is Hoyra, right? Sifsei Chachamim says, Lahoyrois is spelled Chosar. It's missing the second Vav. So Lahoyrois spells out, if you mix up the word of the letters, Lithoyra. As I said, the Sifsei Chachamim. Frederick Yaakov Kamenetsky. One second, it doesn't say, Raji doesn't say La Hayra is because La Taira. Raji says La Hayra says Allah Shan Hayra. That's what Raji says Hayra. Okay. I want to tell you, one of the reasons we fast tomorrow is because two days ago, 72 people were brought into 72 buildings and they typed up the Torah into Greek and it was a Khurban that brought darkness upon the world for three days. Oi, oi, oi. What's the terrible darkness? We have art school. We have Targumunculus. What's the terrible darkness of translating it into Greek? Teratizoi. Lashin Kaidesh is like is like is like a, a, an iceberg. When you see a word, I taught this to my class today. Put an olive on it, put an A B C D, put an olive base gimel on the on the board. An olive should be an ah, not a lif. Every letter in the Torah in Lashin Kaidesh is made of a word which is further made of words that make up those letters, which is further made of words that make up those letters. You go down and down and down and down in the depths. A letter in the Torah has infinite wisdom built into it. Infinite. Drushes, Gematrius, Roshetavis, meanings. You can't, I told my class, Kisei is Kaf, Samach, Odom. Lush and Kaidish, that was the whole thing. Pari couldn't understand Lush and When you translate it, all you see is the tip of the iceberg. Goodbye to all everything. I want to tell you about say that's Yehuda Shalach Lefanov Lahoyrois Gaishna. Yehuda said, "Look at the Lefan." It says Lefanov twice in Pasuk. No, so where's the Pasuk? Huh? Kavtes. That's Yehuda Shalach Lefanov El Yitzchak Lahoyrois Lefanov Gaishna. Lahoyrois Lefanov Gaishna. I wanted to say, Pshat, the little fun of Gaisha is being Maramis to show you the face of Gaishna. What's the Russia Tavis of Gaishna? That's a funny name, Gaishna. And it keeps on popping off. What's up is Gaisha Gaisha? Gaishna, I'd like to say, is Gam Sham 
נמצא השם המקח. ויאפילו ביאסורה, you're going into גולוס, you're going into מצרים, you're going into a land, you're going to be there for a few hundred years. But להוירוס לפון אוף גוישנה, גם שם נמצא השם המקח. ויאפילו ביאסורה, don't you have to worry. The Abraham is going to be with you like the Abraham told Yaakov on the way down to Mitzrayim. I can view it. One last word it said that Yaakov came to Parain and he complained. Ma'at Varo in 130 years. 130 years is little. The Rizal says the 130 years that Yaakov lived was a tikkun for the 130 years that other Mishnah didn't live with his wife and he was mighty Zerah Levat Allah was Shadim. The 130 years from there till Moshe Rabbeinu was born, where all the Neshamas from Adam Arishon had to come out, Paru, Vayishu, Vayirbu, Vayazim, Oid, Moid. And Adam Arishon was together, Shays, who was born after all of that, Zerl of Atala, and that was the Tikka of Mitzrayim. And Yaakovina lost 33 years of his life because he kvetched about it. Why did he kvetch about it? Yaakov Kamenetsky? He was scared of an eye in horror. The Medrash says, Oh, he said, Bilam was sitting right next to Paroi. And Paroi said, You said that his grandfather's an Ocker, and here he's sitting here with the 70 family members. So it says, Oh, Bilam was going to put an eye in horror. And Yaakov and Hashem blinded one eye to stop it. Zokhiv Yaakov Kamenetsky, that Yaakov's kvetcharai was because he was scared of an Ayanara. I'm living 130 years, Baruch Hashem, I'm back to my family. Everything's doing great. The best years of his life are about to begin in the next 70 years. Everything's doing great. He's getting scared of an Ayanara. He had what to be scared of. You see from here, that even if he's scared of an Ayanara, you can't fetch. You want to hide your blessings and don't flaunt it? Fine. You want to share your blessings with others so people will have a toivas ayin for you? Great. But to fetch? That's the worst I in the world. Good tonight. Mm-hmm.